I I was gonna make I was gonna make a murder suicide joke, <laughs> but I didn't know I'd be right. <laughs> well, manslaughter suicide, but still. Yeah, uh, as of right now, the police say that there's no reason to believe that a uh, crime has been committed in connection with the man's fall. Yeah, uh, he just was overjoyed at the potential of seeing Ava again for possibly the last time. Well, for assuredly the the last time. For objectively the last time. <laughs> you guys this, will be, this will be the last time I see Ava. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for a uh, another headline? Yes. Texas football coach illegally cannot take Washington State job unless his stripper girlfriend ditches her pet monkey. This certainly was I mean, a collection I, of I, words. I, I I get the premise of what's going on here. I feel like there were just like a lot of things that they were like, you know what? This headline needs more adjectives. We need to be as <laughs> incredibly specific. Texas football coach legally can't take Washington State job unless his stripper girlfriend <laughs> ditches yeah. her pet monkey. Like, I really, I'm so I'm playing Man Bites Dog, and I really got to use Washington State stripper and monkey this round. <laughs> Uh, yep. It's worth yep. 40 points collectively. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. That's, oh, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. That was episode 379 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host, GCR, and uh, with me, as always. Uh, we're starting this now. And Cartoon Joe! Yes, I figured we'd start it now because I think Nick is probably finishing Dune. And so he'll he's come about, when he's done. He's about an hour and what, 10 minutes in, hour and 20. He's still got yeah, another okay. hour to go. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. So rather than wait an hour, maybe we could actually get an entire podcast out of this. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's make a race out of it. Um, also, also, I want some early listener feedback. What do you think about the cold open? Is that something you'd want more of? Bl- uh, less, I, less. I'm check. a fan of the cold open myself. Check yes or no. I do. I do too. Be I do subscribed. also like it. But where do you get rid of the uh, uh, intro music altogether, or is that where does that play uh, in? That's blasphemy. Mm. That's a really good question. Because it, it, it'd be, I kind of like the uh, the way we did it today, where it's just kind of like, oh, hey, we're starting now. You know, kind of a live from New York. It's, I guess we could do that. It's kind of Saturday. like a, it's, it's, it's Thursday uh, night. Like, it's, hey, we're we're starting now. This is episode whatever, and then play the intro music, and then right, we, and then we'd say like three ten to Yuma, and then and then we'd, the yeah. music would play. I like it. I did the uh, trumpet fanfare to the 
Tiny Tunes theme just then. No one caught it. And and yet, because I I thought we were on the same page about what you were doing, what I heard you do was the Cowboy Bebop. That's also what I was hearing, and I'm sure that it's just because we've been on an absolute tear, but... I'm going to say it's... I bet they're pretty similar. The same composer, I'm sure. Hans Zimmer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Zimmer. Oh, it's always famous it's always anime Zimmer. composer. And you Warner cut, Brothers. You, you gotta cut your teeth somewhere. You don't become Hans Zimmer overnight without having done a few tiny tunes episodes. You don't become Hans Zero. Hans Zero. <laughs> Undoubtedly his Netrunner name. On zero. Now, is it, is it, uh, how does he do, how does he spell zero? Is it like Z3RO with the line through it? Or? Yeah, that seems leak. Yeah. As uh, he spells it like the new Kia electric vehicle. Mm. <laughs> have you Z-I-R-O. seen the, have you seen the new Kia, like, emblem it's it looks like it looks no. like the nine now inch, it looks like the nine inch nails uh emblem or like like art yeah. fascinating it, it, it's like trent Reznor drives for kia now or owns yeah. kia like he wanted like he's already <laughs> huh. he's already won his grammy he's won his oscar um you think the other two would be pretty easy he didn't want those. He didn't want an EGOT because what he really wanted this whole time was the <laughs> JD uh, Powered Associates yes. Car of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you cheered on my punchline like you were watching a soccer ball almost go in a goal. goal. I, was, I was on this, I was watching it happen. I knew what you were going to say and I was into it. Huh. All right, the new that new emblem is pretty hot. I'm about it. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna I'm, go ahead. I'm looking think. forward to Nine Inch Nails Telluride. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on. I gotta get this thought out so I can catch up on the show titles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna take that bit of me telling that story <laughs> and Joe's anticipation for the for. <laughs> And I'm going to overplay like soccer announcer music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it is spot on. <sighs> Beautiful. Beautiful. You may as well have yelled goal. <laughs> I felt like that's what ha- was happening as it was happening. Oh, my God. That's so funny. You made my day. You made my fucking day. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> uh, Nick might join us. He's uh he's he's freed his peen from the Chinese finger trap that is Shai Halud. <laughs> <laughs> Praise be his name. Oh. <laughs> Blessed maze coming and going. Oh. <laughs> So have sex without rhythm so as not to attract shy. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite memes. Right. There have been 
that's some incredible be, that has, memes. That has got to be our next koozie. <laughs> man, oh man. Way, way, way too stoned to podcast. Ah, uh, nonsense. Sinister sex. What's up, David Bakhtiari? <laughs> he of the drinking horn? He of the drinking horn. Goal. Goal to you. Goal. Uh, I'm no, and, and I'm many, no ally. Many nights you're an elder. I'm no ally of A-Rod, a- though, so... No, not anymore. He broke my heart. Uh, he he he's a taint. The living taint. He broke taint, my heart. Hey, Rod. The yeah. living taint. How did he break your heart by just being a, a douche? I he was my guy. He was. I was not aware he of was. this. He my, was guy. my guy. Yeah. What? May well, I is that because happened? is that because much like John Mulaney, he too spilt his seed upon? Olivia on her face. That's it. Yep, that's my one criteria. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. It's John, John Mulaney, Aaron Rodgers, Chris Pine. Um, brother, of, uh, what the hell is her name? Bush. I don't know why. Because I, I think she's fucking Olivia Munn. Yeah, I mean, I would join that club. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pete Davidson, probably not far behind. I, no. well, he's, he's brothers already, of the brothers of the Munspoogers. A Kardashian. Yeah, he's with he's with Kim K. For now. Well, she's with him. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah that's true. Apparently that dick can go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she'll just wear anything. <laughs> uh, Holy fuck. If we got a little, Nick, we got you... a little Pete Davidson's dick for the table, would you have some? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> box, box it up for me. <laughs> like, like, uh. Like Friday's use. <laughs> I was going to say like Applebee's leftovers, but yeah, <laughs> boiled goose works. Uh, I we, we got to let you in on a little secret, Nick. Okay. We started the show fifteen minutes ago. Dickless, maybe. Yeah, 10. so we did. We did like a cold. You've been live. We've been. We welcome to Geekcast Live, Nick. Episode three seventy nine. I would have. I would have watched my mouth if I had known that was the case. Nice. Oh, Hi, everybody. You didn't. I mean. Hi. The man who speaks without rhythm does not attract the worm. That's fair. I, I am trying to learn that worm evasion dance. Just FYI. We should. So what I miss? What I what I miss? Uh, let's see. I don't know. Manslaughter at Abba. Manslaughter at Abba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, a Swedish night out, I think they call that. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> and then two casualties. One. Quick, what do you call a Swedish night out? I don't know, manslaughter at ABBA? <laughs> nice, write that down. Catchy. It's a memoir if I've ever heard one. Uh-oh. Oh fuck! What'd you do? A Discord oh, he, no, is being a whore. This is the part of the show Hello? where Nick, Nick pretends he's not on it. <laughs> this is fucking gorgeous. Oh, man. Huh. Hello. Anyway, this is it's Dune Week, Rob. It's fucking Dune Christ! Week. It's Dune Week. We waited for you. 
I am flattered. And I'm so- back. That's <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah, we got you. We got you. Sweet action. Yep. Uh, yes, the the Dune Odyssey, which has been four weeks in the making. Ish. Years, uh, Years even. Yeah. Some well, I meant for millennium. our show purposes. Who cares oh, about the, yeah. the the cinema? <laughs> Great show. Decades. Eons even. Yeah, no. Uh, how far have you gotten, good sir, Nicholas? I, through sheer force of will, uh, a government decree, a uh, mm-hmm. little assistance from old J.B. Pritzker, Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was able to get uh, ninety minutes into no eighty. That's not right. Eighty six minutes into it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so time is a flat circle to me. Uh, how far is eighty six minutes in? What was the last like story beats that you were really getting? Eighty six so- minutes was. Uh- it's it's actually literally the part where Josh uh, Brolin yells Atreides. No, uh, it's where God the character names are so rancid. It's where uh, Paul and his ma, mm-hmm. uh, Jessica. they yeah, she just he just found out or something that she's pregnant and then she was. The dad just said, promise me you'll protect our son. And then I hit stop. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. You made it to the natural break in the film. After right. which it felt like still it. It really felt minutes. like it because we were trying to do like, a, hey, maybe we can just do this in two parts. Like my family has been trying to chew through this in eight minute increments, like a bunch of a-holes. So <laughs> that did feel like sort of it had a, a you had your like sw- um, sandworm scare token thing. Um, bootleg sarlacc kind of situation and then this so the proto sarlacc even yeah you know that's that's all right let's just start there the obviously no one draws any parallels from the first dune movie the uh kyle mccoughlin vehicle of 1984 But with this, from, you know, both the visuals and if you start to unpack the story arc, you can sort of see where pieces have been plagiarized by other, you know, more popular uh, sci-fi fantasy arcs. And which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's very evident from the way this film was shot. You can really see where. And maybe vice versa. Maybe this version of the film also steals from some of those other incantations, like the more recent Star Wars movies, etc. But it's certainly give and take. think that it's a com- combination of those two things. Um, sure, we all know that the the original book was. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't have a Star more Wars popular forty k exactly. It's it's more popular than most people think because of the various incantations and and i'll call it plagiarisms but obviously not sure. straight plagiarizing of it's the themes most obvious most glaringly to me is you know even though i thought it was really stupid when i read the book however 30 years ago the whole spice concept and the way that was casually lifted by our boy george lucas mm-hmm. um oh, and, yeah 
and others. So anyhow, I've talked too much. Rob, this is your party. No, uh, so I, um, I, I think that it's particularly interesting. I've often compared um, like Herbert's work, specifically like the Dune series, like it's, I think, as influential to modern sci-fi as Tolkien's works are to modern fantasy. Um, if only like just because there are so many things that, you know, were cherry picked from it that made, you know, uh, Star Wars Dune. Or sorry, not Dune. Star Wars 40K. Um, uh, a lot of some of the stranger aspects uh, are cherry picked in lo- into uh, Star Trek. Um, there's all sorts of shit. And I think it's uh, like you were saying as well. Like It's interesting seeing all of these other people doing variations of the story and variations of art and kind of pilfering from Dune um, and bringing it to the big screen. And then also seeing kind of like mirrors of that um, getting, you know, presumably repilfered for for the Dune movie. Um, it's an interesting cycle. Um, uh, I got like, what? Repilfer. Yeah, the, the, exactly. The spice must flow, and it's just pilfering the same spice over and over and over again. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's interesting. Uh, I, I've said that a thousand times now. Um, but is it interesting? It is interesting. Uh, so I particularly did they, enjoyed... Did uh, they break the book into two parts? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. The book, I mean, is I didn't kind realize of, just now. It's got like a natural... Two movies. Yeah, the the book kind of is structured the same way. Um, There's a huge time break in the book after this point, as I recall. Yes. Like 15 years or something. You're talking where the movie movie stops? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's, um, which is weird because there is no, as far as I remember, there's no real, like, page break interlude it's just like you end one chapter the next chapter you're like what the fuck now yeah at the, the end of one chapter Timothy Shalamet, and then of the next chapter he's joe manginello right and there, <laughs> and there and there is no like three weeks later or you know back at the hall of justice there's nothing like that at all <laughs> yeah yeah uh, Herbert in a lot of his works i feel like just skirts around all of the action um, he, much, I mean, like, he, much like Tolkien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- exactly. And it's it's one of the reasons why I think Dune is such a lasting story, much you know, similar to Tolkien. Um, Herbert was like deliberately um, short, I guess. Short's not the right word, but like uh, not necessarily like incredibly detailed in his writing. Um, so he'd give you like kind of the gist of the setting and, and explain things. And then like you, your imagination would just start like filling in the gaps and creating these like bizarre images and bizarre settings. No sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mother Goose sci-fi. Mother Goose sci-fi. Mother Goose sci-fi. Um, no Sferatu sci fi. That closes so. the circle. I don't like that as much. <laughs> fair. Fair. Uh, but it's why you get such like 
crazy and varied um, uh, depictions of like concept art for Dune or uh, even in the various movies. What did they call them? Orthocopters? Ornithopters. Ornithopters. Ornithopter, like Mm -hmm. to me, I'm just like, oh, that's just another name for helicopter. But obviously for, for what's his name? Daniel Villanueva? Yeah. Dennis. Dennis. Dennis Dennis Villanueva. I don't know if I'm even saying that right. Uh, <laughs> Denny V. Are, are you talking about the, the dragonfly plane? The, the, yeah. yeah, the dragonfly plane. That's how he sees them. I like his better. Uh, fair. I, I also, I, I think there I are other people it. out there who go, O-R-N-I is a prefix that means bird. Why is hmm. the dragonfly not a bird? I mean, it's got flappy wings. I but, read when I listened to the book. Flappy. Yeah. I'm like you, Joe. When I read the book, I just assumed it was just what he was calling a helicopter. Yeah. I have Pat. I imagined like sci-fi name for helicopter. Mm-hmm. Apache. See, I, I feel <laughs> like I remember something about their wings vibrating, like specifically like hummingbird. Like, like I always assumed that they were like, this, this isn't necessarily far off how I imagined them. I mean, maybe a little bit more realistic than I imagine most things in Dune. Cause it's, such a bizarre setting. Um, but, um, I loved all of their tech design as well. The harvester, uh, scene was incredibly cool. Um, the highliners that the, uh, the guilds use, uh, to transport people to and fro, like the big mother ships that look like, um, I don't know, some sort of basket shark or something. I don't even know how to fucking describe them. The Is weird species sex tubes. No, the <laughs> ships, the big, like the big, like I, giant. I got you. Oh, I made okay. Parallel. I didn't know if there was such a, if, if a basket <laughs> shark was something that I was not aware of in my species study. Is it a, is it a basking shark? I think it's, there a is a basking shark. shark. Maybe it's the basking shark that I'm thinking. I of. prefer. I like baskets. I'm I feel like it's more colorful. It like depicts exactly what kind of shark you're talking about. I'm not talking about the mean ones that have teeth. They're not mean. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm rambling now. So, Joe, Ryan, what were your guys' uh, thoughts on Dune so far? So the first 86 minutes. Yeah, specifically. Did we tell I, the audience already that we're doing this in in in? True Dune tribute fashion as a two-parter. Yeah, and we the are best now. Is you don't know what the tra- when the transition from part one to part two is. Mm-hmm. Oh God, no! Just like when you're watching no. a movie, right? Um, it may be February 2022. <laughs> <laughs> the cinematographer is the same cinematographer, the director of photography for Rogue One. Mm-hmm. That's and zero dark. That's awesome. And, and that zero is so 30. fucking funny. I, we said that when we were watching the beginning. I was like, man, this is this has some sweet Rogue One sand visual. Yes. Well, he also, also was the, the like all the like the ships and and yes. transport vehicles yes. are very Rogue One esque. Everything I yes, that's it so a good. Intense Rogue One feel. Same director of photography. He also did Zero Dark Thirty, which is based entirely in the Iraqi desert. And so this guy has my man knows sand. Dude, when they remake Lawrence of Arabia, get Greg Frazier as your director of photography because he fucking kills it. Uh, He hates horses though, so it's not going to be tough. 
<laughs> hates horses. There is a club for that kind. Loves sand, hates horses. Wow. Almost the exact opposite of Anakin Skywalker. Right? He's a equine phobic. Mm. Wow. I guess there's no accounting for taste. <laughs> no, Joe. <laughs> Who's Nacho? <laughs> like Vidal? Yeah. No, like Libre. Vidal Nacho. Vidal <laughs> like Libre. Vidal Nacho. Right on point. Uh, I uh, my my main. He's thing like Nacho got, Vidal, like, but he doesn't spit on you first. <laughs> big gross. Too much. Too early. No, 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 no. We've been recording for an hour. Right in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually cheese. Yeah, it's Velveeta. What a great with, uh, with a, a, like a can of um, uh, what is it? Ro- the red, red and green chilies. Yeah. yeah. Rotel. Rotel. Rotel, that's it. What'd you call it? Haroki? No, I called it Rodi. The old like the oh. like the Indian uh appetizer bread. Mm. That's good shit. Like the Indy appetizer bread. Mm-hmm. Indian. Rodi? Uh uh. Yeah. Yeah. bread. Kaiju bread. Delish. I want some not now. Um, Joe, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I, uh, on- I think I said this before and I, I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, it's, it's the most faithful adaptation of a book to a movie I've ever seen. And I felt that all the way through um, and especially up to the 86 minute mark. Because uh, uh, I, I definitely, even, even reading the book, when you get to that point where uh, the city, uh, the city has fallen and they've, they've, uh, got that tent for the night or whatever. Um, you feel like it's gonna the like the the chapter, not just the chapter is gonna end, but like the part's gonna end, and then we're gonna have the time skip. Uh, but it doesn't. It just keeps going. Um, and it was it's really good. I'm not. I sound like I'm really talking it down. I actually I really liked the book. I really liked the movie. I do find myself going, ah, this is why they don't give us faithful adaptations of things. Because, like, uh, I watched it with my wife, who has not read the book, and just had no idea what the fuck was going on, and promptly fell asleep after the 86-minute mark. That's fine with me. So, When was the last time any of you read the book? Uh, I went through all of them earlier this year. Yeah, I just finished it uh, right before harvest, so end of summer. No. I read it when was I lived for, in for the first Park. time. That would have been. Was it any better? Ago. Oh, well, that's that's tough. I I read it in like middle school and did not like it at all and hadn't touched it since. So, so I'm wondering if it if it tasted better this time around or I. Uh, so I yeah, I, abs- I loved the movie, and I'm fresh off of reading it, but and it was the first time I had read it. But as we've talked about on the show a lot. I've tried to start reading Dune maybe 10 times and I just couldn't get into it. And then finally, because this movie was coming out, I was like, I want to know, I don't want to know. Um, a, like, I don't want to not be having an opinion on is the book better than the movie. Okay. And, uh, and so context is cool. And context is cool. I, I really like the book. I think the movie might be better. 
I think you might be right. You very well could be. Uh, I, I really enjoy the books. I, I mean, I, so I, I've read them in high school and then somewhere in college because it was laying around and I had reading material. And then uh, earlier this year. And I think that it, it, I just think that it's an incredibly fascinating story. Uh, I, I do think that this is a great adaptation. Like you said, like not only just like a, uh, it's not only like a great ad- adaptation, it's a very true adaptation. There, there, there have been liberties taken, but for the most part, like it, it feels just like the book like plays out. Um, they're almost they're almost unnotable un- unnoticeable liberties taken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and some of them are just like small clarity things, and some of them I think even really work. Like the the UA, um, um, additional scene. Um, but uh, anyway, oh, with uh, the doctor where he's explaining what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Um. I, I, it is a really faithful adaptation, and I think that they also have an incredible design team and art department that have like gone absolutely above and beyond. Um, and I do think that they. So uh, one of the liberties that I really like uh, that they've taken, I really like the design and the like strange occultish like blood cult nature of the Sardaukar. Uh, yeah, that. that was, uh, that was which, which ones are the Sardaukar? They're yeah, the, the throat singers. Yeah, the throat singing people. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that was uh, very, very unsullied. Uh, um, yeah. but it was like if the it would be a the unsullied worship corn. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Like they're they're the well, like they, they the, don't have genitalia. The they can't. That wouldn't even make sense. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just I don't think the I don't think they'd get the arousal. No. No, they would not. <laughs> yeah, um, you're missing me. <laughs> uh, I think that Scarsgard. I don't have the internet. Yeah, did, <laughs> uh, does an incredible Baron. Uh, your, your mom doesn't have the internet. Soon, <laughs> soon, your mom. Um, it's your whore mouth. <laughs> he was yeah. good. He was not as I imagined him in my mind's eye when reading. Uh, but he nailed it. I thought he did really well. I I think so as well. He definitely. Uh, they definitely made like he did a great job embodying like just a gross Machiavellian villain, uh, which is like I think some of the the finer points of. Uh, Harkonnen's character. Uh, so now that you guys have watched some of this, if you have any stomach for it, I think that it's worth watching uh, the sci-fi adaptation of Dune. It goes all the way out into like book three, uh, and James, like a baby James McAvoy, makes an appearance in it. Uh, nice. And for it being like a sci-fi movie or like sci-fi movie series um, on a sci-fi movie series budget, it's pretty good. Like it's it's like a good like weird. It's definitely a different adaptation than the one that you guys are like the the one that 
we're, we're seeing on the big screens. Uh, but I think that it's it's fantastic. It's where does legit. one find it? Where is it available? Oh, God, that's an excellent question. Surely on YouTube, but uh, on the Internet. Sci-Fi Dune. Is this the one with the three-part miniseries? Yes, I think it might even be. No, it might be three parts. With, it's, with it's, yeah, William, it's, William William Hurt. Yes, um, Dune mini, miniseries. Uh, yeah, from two thousand. Um, they made a sure. children of Dune movie. Yes, which is got lots James of James Avakoy. Uh, yeah, James plays uh, uh later the second. Yeah, good stuff. Can you? I maybe this mm-hmm. isn't the episode to do it on because we're we're only eighty six minutes into the first movie of two. Mm-hmm. Can you sell me on Dune Messiah? Because I tried to read it and could not. Um, Dune Messiah is, uh, that's the second one, right? That is the second one. Correct. Yeah. Um, I think that it is a good, um, a good story of intrigue and, um, political plot, uh, with new players introduced specifically more members of the guild, um, and the spacing guild and more members from other stranger factions that operate in the Imperium, such as, uh, the, uh, gene sculptors known as the Benny Tlalax and the, um, the technicians <laughs> that, Obvious uh, fake name. yeah, I know. Right. Uh, Twi'lek. Twi'lek. Is it the same, is the it the same Benny-Tlax spelling too. as the, the weird, Soft-horned people of Star Wars? Uh, no. The Togruta? No, the Twi'leks. Like, uh... Oh, the Twi'leks. No, no. Those are not... You cannot call them Those horns. are from... <laughs> They're headtails. What do you call them? They're headtails. Rob nailed it. Oh. I call them soft horns. They're actually called Leku, if you want to know the... And you Nerd! For it, but. I, I'm a scrub. And I'll... <laughs> They're called Leku? I'll remember Leku, that. yeah. Uh, I can L-E-K-K-U. Just in time okay, for Trivia Night at Buffalo Wild Wings. Thank you. Um, let's let's go dominate the Trivia Night at a at a not a Buffalo Wild Wings. It'll all be like sports trivia. Let's go to like some towny bar and just dominate the Trivia Night. Yes, and then have to I'm, fight our way out. Yeah, sweet oh, action. Tell It'd me that's not time. some Adam McKay movie. I'm I'm waxed and vaxxed Gorgeous. ready to facts. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell, I'll tell you what. Hey, let's, let's make a pact. We have to also get a Brazilian that afternoon. Oh God! Okay, I'll Nick do it, out. but only because you guys are. Let's do it. Let's re- let's do a podcast while we're doing it. While and Brazilianing. While it's getting a, a Brazilian. I don't um, speak Portuguese. Is that going to be a well, problem? Well, getting no, Brazilian, we podcast that, and then we go to the uh, the deal. Beautiful. Deal? I'm in. I Nick? feel like the Brazilian in will 
have such a negative effect on my man chakra that that's not the right time for me to go into a redneck bar and well, stir shit up. Disagree. We'll focus <laughs> Arguably, it's the perfect time, Nick. Really? Because I'm more, what, streamlined, aerodynamic? Yeah. yeah. Amped up, ready one. to go. Cockture. <laughs> yep. Wax, vax, and ready to fax. <laughs> Sounds like I, I just got my boosters and then I'm not going to eat. <laughs> the real reason you should watch or read Dune Messiah is because Children of Dune is a fucking great and God Emperor Dune is probably the pinnacle of the series, in my opinion. Wow. Okay. Really? Well, that'll sell me. So, so I have to read it so I can read the others is what yes. you're telling me. All right. Yes. All right. It's, yeah. Yeah, is I it the so. weakest in the series? Because it feels like it is. Um, I don't know. I I mean, so more people would probably argue that the weaker in the the weaker books in the series are like Heretics of Dune or Chapter House Dune, which are the last two, which take place real fucking far in the future, even comparably to like where you're at in the story right now. And shit gets real fucking weird out there. I've, I've uh, heard some weird shit about the future. I think that they're great, but I'm like, I was also drawn to Dune wholly for like the aspects of this is real weird fucking sci-fi. Um, but I, 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 I like Dune Messiah qu- quite a bit. I, I think that especially once you start getting into like the thick of the plot, the problem that I have with Frank Herbert so often with his writings is he is such a great um like purveyor of world building and culture building and like getting you immersed in all of this stuff but he's not an action writer at all which is fine it's not like it's not meant to be that even a little bit but it is it is, yeah, it is incredibly dry. And you get a lot of really cool, like, thought-provoking stuff out of that, like, creative, like, high-concept stuff out of that. There's a lot of really cool, like, political maneuvering and intrigue and all sorts of stuff. But it is not a book that I feel like ever, like, really, like, gives you that, like, I don't know, like, primal fucking grip that you want in a, in a good page-turner. Gotcha. No, oh, yeah, it, it definitely, it's 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 even, just a forever slow burn. That uh, uh, page turner, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. I liked just, it. I liked it a lot, and then I got into the second one, and it was just like, I kind of oh feel like it's God. the same way. You just go like it's it's a good slow burn. Like the burn, maybe, like it, it gets better, but like it's maybe a slow that's burn. what it was. Is that I I I jumped in right away, and the first book had finally gotten interesting and then ended. Mm-hmm. And then you had to start over from, from fucking scratch. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what it was, but it is really good. There are a lot of great twists and ter- uh, turns, a lot of great, like maneuvering that's going on. Um, I really enjoy the characters that it kind of starts centering around Paul's sister. I'm done talking now. Paul has a sister. Sorry. I gotta, I gotta be real honest. Uh, just like how Nick will not watch another Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Probably not reading any of the other Dune books. Sure, Fair. but 
anything that I say now is undoubtedly going to spoil the latter half of this movie a little bit and assuredly spoil a lot of shit in the next movie. All right. I think that so I'll go, go ahead you, and hold off go on that make one yourself for a, a cocktail bit. and we'll let yep. Joe wax poetic about something. I don't Joe, what was that. your... Uh, who is your favorite... From the from the new film, who is your favorite uh, character adaptation or casting? I mean, of uh, who is your favorite casting? It's got to be Oscar Isaac as Leto Atreides. Oh, Daddy Leto. So I I wanted to say Duncan Idaho at the beginning of your question, but the end that of that can never question, be the answer to anything though, and we know that. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I love Jason Momoa, and and Duncan Idaho was great. Josh Brolin was fantastic as uh, what's Green his name? Alec. Yeah, yeah, agree. Um, I I loved. I don't know his name either, but as the Mentat. Oh, was Thufir. Cool. Yeah, Thufir. But you would never know. Like that's one of my problems with the movie. Is like having read the book, I know what a Mentat is. And you what know, you know what a Mentat is. Right. right, this crazy math in his head, and why does he look weird while he does it? You know, agreed. Uh, they, they and did that's, and that's the only, the and, and uh, you have to make compromises. Uh, and I thought that uh, as a book reader, they made the right ones. As just a, a random audience member, I'm not so sure that I would be into it. I am thrilled that Mac is into it. Mac absolutely loved it. And it was, um, I mean, good. it is audio visually stunning. It is maybe the most, uh, if there has ever been a reason that IMAX has existed, it is for this film. Yeah. Mm, I, I would like to see it IMAX, not just say that. Yeah. If you've got time, just call me. I'll meet you at an IMAX. <laughs> we live close enough. I'm going to have to make time, actually. You should. Once, yeah. I get through, once, once I chew my way through the rest of the movie. Yeah, Nick, uh, Ryan. Who, who is your favorite casting? Uh, it's Gurney, and not for. Um, well, here let me let uh, me let me up the ante uh, on the I'll, question. Okay. What's your favorite casting? What's the your best casting improvement versus the original film? Because I I bet Gurney can't be better than old Pat Stewart. First no, time I, I don't. I don't know if he's better than Patrick Stewart because Patrick mm. Stewart's Patrick Stewart. I think he's right. better than Patrick Stewart because for reasons we can't talk about in the second half of the book, or if he's going to happen in the second half of Dune 2, um, that's, I think that scene is going to be acted by Josh Brolin so well that it's going to make him over the top. Okay. All right. Rob? Ooh. Compared to the... Who's your favorite casting? It doesn't have to be, but okay. preferably compared favorite. to the original film. Favorite casting. Uh, As our resident book lover. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed um, Javier Bardem's Stilgar. I thought that that was, uh, sure. I, I think that was a good, um, like, tasteful depiction. I, it definitely left me wanting to see more of him uh, on screen and in more speaking roles. He had a great, like, just kind of, like, air and attitude um, about his character that I felt really portrayed a lot about him and his his the the Fremen culture. Um I didn't even realize that was Javier Bardem. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
as for the actor, the, the casting that I think was most improved, uh, this is cheating quite a bit, but the fucking shields. <laughs> the fucking personal shields that they use, the ones that they use in the 84 movie are fucking atrocious. They're just those overlaid pixels that vaguely distort Patrick Stewart and look mm. fucking garbage. It was, it's always just such a grinding complaint I have of that movie specifically. It's just like, God, fuck, like technology really sucked and we, we, we should be <laughs> thankful. It's like we are like living like primitives in 1984. It's like watching Thank the West God movie. James Cameron made Avatar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, Sorry, Ryan, I cut you off. Oh, I don't. I think I got everything said that I needed to there. Okay. No. No, I liked it. I think. um, So, Nick, you'll be happy to know that I also didn't sit down and just watch it. Um, I wanted to. The reason I bought that JBL 9.1 sound system was for this movie. And so I wanted to watch it with the subwoofer all the way up, with the fucking sound all the way up, with the speakers where they needed to be. And the night it came out, Macklin and I started watching it, and then my daughters went to bed. So I had to stop it about 20 minutes in. Hmm. The next night, the next night we were supposed to watch it, but something happened, so we didn't get started until about 15 minutes before the girls had to go to bed. So I'm only 35 minutes into it in two nights. (laughs) Um. And then we finally finished, and then we just sat down the next, so it took us three nights to watch it. Uh, because I refused to watch it without the sound being all the way up. That checks out. And that's, that's a good choice. That's, that makes and sense. It is, it is a bassy, bassy, bassy fucking movie, too. Oh, yeah. It is, it is rumbly. There's a, whole like a lot of, there's a whole lot of background, like constant snarl in the background. Yeah, related to that, um, I also particularly enjoyed um, all of the sound effects that they use uh, in regards to the Bene Gesserit. The Bene Gesserit are like my favorite faction in Dune, I think, by quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Um, And uh, and seeing them on screen and just like they they always have this like weird kind of like otherworldly air about them. Uh, and and seeing them speak or like that scene right before the uh, uh, Reverend Mother departed from Caladan uh, and there's just like all of those like strange faint whispers in the background behind her as she's like parting ways I, excellent fucking nailed it I actually I do think that's one thing that the movie did worse than the book mm-hmm. was uh, the if if you've never read the book you watch the movie and you go uh, okay, so Jessica had Paul because she was arrogant. And I actually think what's lost there is that she actually had Paul because she was so in love with Leto and he wanted a son so badly. Yeah, they. Uh, it would have been nice to see more of more of that because I feel like that is an incredibly yeah, more, defining... More Jessica is into Leto and less Jessica is into Paul. Right. Well, and, well, and I could see where, like, the Reverend Mother specifically... Yeah. would see it from that point of view. Oh, for sure. I just, and I'm uh, glad we, that they said that specifically. I just wish they would have had another something. Somewhere. Yeah, to counterpoint that. Are we allowed to talk about 
the end of the book, Dune, or are we not going to the end? Are we not talking <laughs> not about yet. any of that? No, 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 no. Tempting, okay. but not yet. I don't yeah, I'd hate to spoil a book from 1974. Yeah, God forbid, but... Well, I, I had a point to make about the whole conversation you guys just had, but oh. I can't. I'm interested. tastefully vague. Um... I agree, Joe, that I wish the movie showed that there was a, like, honest to God, a better job of showing that there's, like, an honest to God love between Leto and Jessica. Yes. She's more than just a concubine. She's more than just the, the, the baby mama. Right. And that helps set the stage for the end of the book with how everything unfolds for Paul. Yes. Without, I'm trying to be vague. I agree. So I, it's such an important part that I wish they would have showed more of it. Mm-hmm. At the very Long least, I part. hope that they take some time because they've got good opportunity potentially with some breathing room at the beginning of the, to, to the, set, the sequel. Set that up in, in, in number two. Yeah, right. I agree. Like I, I, I would hope that like, there's some amount of building there because uh, I'm with you. Like I would have seen, like to have seen, like just a little bit more. Maybe see, like some representation of. Yeah. Well, and, and you know the depth. Uh, part two is going to be hard to watch if there's no Oscar Isaac. Rue, Daddy, Daddy Leto. Rue. <laughs> shit on my the chest. Sheer the sheer animal magnetism. Jesus Christ. I gotta tell you, I was a straight man going into that movie. <laughs> and as uh, the so, King would say. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you ain't straight. Rob, why is the, uh, I have no idea how to say it, but the F- Fade Rutha character, why is that not in this movie? I think, you're gonna, I think you're gonna see Fade in two. I think they wanted yeah. to that was one of those liberties they took where they wanted to show you, uh, they wanted to make Bautista a, a bigger role. Mm-hmm. And so they made him kind of play some fade and beast in this. And, and yeah. I, so I, I think they, they may have rolled. We're either not going to see fade at all, or they rolled the two characters into one. I'd be kind of disappointed if that was the case. Um, like I, I, I like that they focused more on um, Rabin in this one. Uh, it, it would be a cool like juxtaposition. I think is the word I'm looking for for House Harkonnen to like have another like couple of faces crop up like they will in the next part of the story. Um, to show that there's a lot going on in um, and House Harkonnen. It's not just... And if, oh, and if they're wearing reading glasses, you'll know that mm-hmm. time has passed. Exactly. And wouldn't it be fucking great to see Dave Batista dressed up in full gear as Rabin, but just with, like, little bitty reading glasses on? Yes. Like a mouse Excellent. in a pocket. <laughs> yes. Um... 
Yeah, so I, I, I would like to, I, I hope that it's not uh, an instance of them just rolling characters into one um, for for simplicity's sake. Like, I'd understand it if that was the case, but I I think that they're such different characters that it, and, and they complement other characters and 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 foil other characters so well that it'd be disappointing to see some of them get cut, like Fade. Ooh, Fade, well done. Yes. Anyway, I liked it. I, I wish we could talk about more of it, but we can't. Did you know there's going to be a, a TV series coming out next year, Bob? Yeah. 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 Oh, specifically about the Benito yeah. Gesserit. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know that. I'm just stumbling. Are they going to have Elton John do the theme song for that one? Ba- I hope so. <laughs> Joe, Indubitably. that's fucking great. Thank you. Hell yeah. Um, Nick, what are, you, uh, what are you geeking on this week, man? Whew. Um, we watched Chernobyl. Nice. Uh, for the first that time? A, yeah. So that was a thing. Really, really completed. good. Yeah, that kind of mind fucked me out of some sleep patterns. So that was, that was abrasive. But well done. Speaking of Baron Harkonnen or Harkonnen or whatever the fuck his name is. Can't believe they changed the emphasis on that name. Right. Uh, so I did that. It is the World Series uh, concluding this week. Con- concluded. I so that say, was the one. <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil it for people listening to the show a week later. Uh, so that that snuck up and completed quickly. And I was glad to see that the team I did not like did not win. Yes, I think so that was good. Th- it, that's becoming one of those like, like who do you want to win? You know, my team and whoever's yeah. playing the Patriots. Right, exactly. And anybody but fuck those guys. No one. And, right, uh, exactly. I don't think I don't think Astros fans like that they're Astros fans. No, fucking dipshits. Um, Freddie Freeman's amongst my favorite players, not affiliated with any team that I'm usually following. But I just I like Freddie Freeman, so good on him. And, uh, yeah, and Halloween occurred between the taping of our last program and the taping of this program. It did. Which it did I know is a big holiday in the uh, Ryan Elliott household. We did. We got fairly, fairly deep into it this year with uh, the kids and, and such. So I'll say those things. The, the fall classic, some Halloween, and some Chernobyl. Uh, early no warning. order. Early warning. Uh, I know how important Halloween is. Actually, I think to uh, to all of us. Uh, so I would never dare to plan a Halloween party around Halloween. Um, I'm like a good mother-in-law. In that no, way. you got you got to do it in like February. I'm perfect or early uh, June. I, it's I, right I, around I, my I, birthday. Actually, I'm I was about, say Maddie's I think, birthday too, and she'd love that. I think we're planning on doing a February Halloween costume party. Love it. The theme is discounted spirit Halloween costume. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. And you have to bring your receipts to show that you bought Mayor of Flavortown Oh, God, Halloween. that's so good. Fucking A. Can yes. I? Oh, that's now. what you mean. I thought we had spirit, to like- uh, spirit Halloween closes in like two days. We got to get out there now. 
That's what I'm. Well, yeah, it, it's going to be closing pretty soon. But that's what, what I'm talking if about. I want to craft my already. own. Oh, you're spirit saying, Halloween. Yeah. Costume. What if I? What if I want to go and with cheese pervert? Cheese <laughs> pervert. Yeah. What does he look like? SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh boy. I kind of like would, where you're going though with this. Uh, I would. You go have to as build a, and name your own spirit Halloween wear. Right. Yes. Discount suit. I'm trying to think of what I, I was thinking of if I were to dress as uh, Jared from Subway, <laughs> and I was thinking, but pedophile, pedophile. No, Quiznos Diddler, I think, is is what it's on the package. <laughs> right. <laughs> what what did they call Sheriff Vicodin? Well, I'd it was, call it a was, six. They had a Sheriff Vicodin like, suit. To catch a, to, to catch a Panera. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, Sheriff Vicodin. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, no, you just do you remember they, they had one? They had a Sheriff Vicodin costume. I'm trying to think what the name on it was. So. <laughs> uh, it breaks my heart it. if I'll it's anything other than cop. just Sheriff Vicodin. Russian prison <laughs> cop. Byzantine cop. I don't think that was it. I'm fairly certain. Snapper. Mm-hmm. You have a, Are you trying to activate the Winter Soldier? Uh, logarithm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get Tomer to crash his car and kill Iron Man's parents. Wow. Uh, that's deep. That's deep. <sighs> Though now I will not settle for anything less than the Tomer in a Winter Soldier costume at Halloween. Yeah, uh, but discount winter soldier. Uh huh. Right? Old guy he's mercenary. Like, a, like cold fall fighter. mercenary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Autumn pirate. <laughs> Metal arm assassin. <laughs> a little, little wordy. Armed metal armed assassin. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't like seeing him anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, uh, Joe, what are you kicking on? Sorry, I got one more. I got one more Winter Soldier <laughs> Spirit Halloween in me. Gay cyborg. Uh, bisexual. <laughs> bisexual bionic man. Yes. Excellent. Ooh. <laughs> God, appropriately word. I uh, I am geeking on two things this week. I uh, uh, I've had to, I've had to stay home with a sick cat, so I decided bisexual to get a video game. Cyborg. Yes, bisexual cyborg. That's oh, really God. Good. It's my band name. Called it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. So I I, uh, I found an old game that I used to play. God, ten years ago. Rob, we used to live together ten years ago. By the way. That's a long time. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Um, but we used to, forever ago, we used to play this game called Crackdown 2, where you play uh, <laughs> like a clone that can fight zombies and stuff. Uh, fantastic game. Really enjoy it. Um, uh, not very plot heavy, this game. Uh, you just, you fight zombies and you fight terrorists and you you level up and it's great. Uh, I found it for $5 at GameStop, so I got it, and I've been playing it on, on our old Xbox 360. Nice. Wonderful. 
Wonderful. Wow. Just, just as good as I remember. Uh, maybe even better in this, the year of our Lord 2021. It's just, um, it's just a cracked out fucking Grand Theft Auto, but it's such a blast. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, there's no stealth missions. There's no, like, you have to do this with any finesse. No, you can pick up a car and beat motherfuckers to death with it. And it's great. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just the best. Finesse. Um, you can, you can, you can kill a guy and then pick him up and beat his friends to death with him. <laughs> it's wonderful. It is cathartic. Uh, it really it lets me explore all of my violent outlets. It's great. Uh, then the other the other thing that I've gotten into this week is uh, 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 the the Harry Dresden files. Yay! Hey, good stuff. Thank good you, stuff. Joe. Oh, it's my pleasure. Genuinely, I uh, I really needed something just light and easy. And it is that. Yep. Uh, um, where are you at? In uh, Stormfront still? Uh, I'm still in Stormfront. Uh, he just uh, agreed to a date with Susan Rodriguez. Ooh. Mm, that's a good move on his part. Just yeah. to not Agreed. spoiler alert. Uh, at this point, I agree with Mac. It seems dumb. <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll grow to really agree with Mac a lot. Yeah, I believe yeah. that. And don't you want to eat his food? Yes, desperately. That, doesn't that beef sandwich sound wonderful? Yeah. Yeah. And in my mind, this is a eye, euphemism. In my mind's eye, he is a black man and his wife is one of the Irish Southsiders. Oh, okay. Uh, and so he's just he's he's got that soul food to his his Irish cooking. I like it. You know. So I'm I'm into it. I really like Mac a lot. Good. So well, I we'll hope, see. I hope I'm not gonna tell you who your self insert is, but I hope when you get to him, you'll know. Yeah. So I've I've enjoyed it so far. You all, in in my mind's eye, I, you you guys are all self inserts in in the book. Excellent. You guys are all in there. Looking forward to it. Uh, oh, and as a sidebar, anytime you want to get LK on to do like a maybe a level up where we fan cast it. Uh. Dresden Files? Yeah. You've got to get at least... I'll tell you what. So, oh. LK read the last two books with me. She, re- she reread them. Sure. Um, we can't do that until you get to uh, at least book seven. Totally agree. Totally um, agree. These, uh, this book of characters doubles probably every book nice yeah so a lot of characters but then we definitely but then we definitely will because we have there's some that uh lk and i have will instantly agree on or have instantly agreed on like Mm -hmm. kind of like a one two three and then you say their name right and then there's some that we uh we violently disagree on so that would be very it'd be nice to have a third party as a tiebreaker Mm, fun especially a third party who doesn't know any actors names it's great Yes. And confuses what they look like. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, uh, Ryan, you don't usually go anything other than last. Go second to last. What are you geeking on this week? Um, what am I geeking on this week? Well, uh, probably the biggest 
thing I can think of, the best uh, a bucket list. I am a Chicago Cubs season ticket holder. That was a that was a big deal for me. Congratulations! Oh, it, it yes. came up again and much faster this time. Uh, no, my name probably won't come up for another five or six years, but uh, our 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 guy TJ's name came up. Oh, nice! And uh, I got in on one of the four tickets that he was going to get. So, uh, oh, very nice. Yeah, very excited about it. Um, I'm thinking we're probably going to have a GCL game. Excellent. I'm in. So, uh, the four of us are going to go see like, uh, like the Marlins or something next summer and then spend, uh, spend that night, some day game, then go spend the night in the city. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. So I would say that's no gig. That and, uh, um, like spot reading through Stormfront was fun. Uh, got another tattoo, which was excellent. I needed that. Um, Got to spend some cool time with uh, with Daniel at New Breed, talking about uh, plans to like finish the sleeve and possibly start the next one, and so that is uh, that's exciting. I'm, so I'm geeking on that. Nice, that was very cool. Rob, uh, bring us home. Uh, so I am getting ready to start a cyberpunk role playing game with. Uh, a bunch of old high school or not high school, a bunch of old college roommates and uh, and one of my little brothers. So I have been diving back into 2077 a lit a little bit, despite its uh, hiccups and flaws and shit. Uh, and then I've also been going through and doing a deep dive into like Ghost in the Shell and um, some Alita Battle Angel and Ooh, nice. just a bunch of like a smattering of cyberpunk, like fucking everything uh, just to get like in the zone for it. And I'm I'm very excited. So if, uh, if I if I can find it, mm-hmm. I will bring it to work tomorrow. I have. um like the original cyberpunk RPG. Like from the eighties. Yeah, no, I would absolutely um, love that. I've been trying to yeah, find PDFs 19, for some of the older books. I have the, ni- I have the 1988 cyberpunk game. Uh, it's George Benner's Phil and Chris gave it to me after his death. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's like the OG cyberpunk game. I will, if I could find it, I'll bring it to work. Would love, 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 love that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a uh, cyberpunk 2020 and it was made oh, yeah. in 1988. Yep. That's the good stuff. Um, so yeah, just, uh, getting, getting hyped up for, for a cyberpunk red game, getting into cyberpunk, everything just, are you going to homebrew your campaign or are you going so, to try to or? So I, I I'm I'm going back and forth on it a little bit in my head. I'm mostly I think going to leave it up to the players at the table because I can I, I I'm pretty flexible and can work with just about anything. Uh, the book takes place uh, the setting itself takes place in 2045, uh, in kind of like a post post apocalyptic setting. Uh, so like a nuke went off. There's been like the nuclear apocalypse ish like shit that's gone on for a while. And it's Night City is on like the the rebuilding side of recovering from like a n- nuclear bomb going off. Um, 
And then, uh, so it'll either be that or um, potentially the 2077, the the video game that they've got. I've also muddled around doing something in like 3330, which is would rely a lot more on me homebrewing shit um, and pulling stuff from stories that I've worked on and stuff. So haven't decided yet. We're going to have our first meeting on Sunday this week to build characters and talk about the game and story and stuff. So I'll keep everybody well, posted. If, uh, if you want to dedicate an episode where we build legitimate NPCs in a homebrew game, or self-insert characters into 3030, I think you could probably tuck us into it. I think that we could absolutely do that. We could bang that out even pretty quickly on on an episode. I think that'd be a blast. So if you like what you heard, and you want to, uh, you want to help us make more of it, um, you tell us, you answered Nick's question from earlier in the show, who is your uh, favorite casting choice? Uh, having read the book and then watched the movie uh, Dune. They give us five stars. Nice Ooh. bonus points if you've seen the uh, the original. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's an upgrade. Speaking and, of upgrades, yeah, yeah, you can upgrade us and help us upgrade by going to patreon.com slash geekcastlive and you can upgrade yourself by going to gcl.threadless.com Where was that? That was gcl.threadless.com. Oh, gcl.threadless.com. Okay. .threadless.com. And you can also go visit us on all of the socials and stuff. All you have to do is search mm. for GeekCast Live. Oh, no. Yeah. Or you can check out our website, violentpress.com. You made that website. I made that website. And uh, I'm sure I'm sure there's uh, legal or illegal elections going on in Moldova. Uh, best of luck to whoever you want to win. Hopefully, our candidate wins. Absentee ballots. CL party. That is not an endorsement. Cheers. Call your, call your grandparents. As we're now going to be investigated by some. Moldovan election fraud committee. Yeah, one of them, like, uh, what is it called? The Chia? Mm, the master of the pet. Hey, everybody. As always, we want to give a special shout out and extra thanks to all of our Patreon supporters, backers, friends, family, the people that prop up this monster. Uh, you know who you are, but we want to give you a shout out anyway. Our boy, Sam Ulstercaster. Uh, Popcap Williams, Danger Johnson, Dave the Fish, my man Fans, my man Rondo, Brandon Rust, Kelly Shuttlewood, uh, the Poly Nerds, Lada Bartova, Mungo Jerry, the K-Man, Jesse G. Letourneau, all of our friends, Dave Chappelle, not that Dave Chappelle, 1P, 1L. Uh, Blaster Man Rodriguez, Three Finger Emily. Um, who else we got? Somebody said, well, yeah, old Blimpy, Clamperman, coming in hot, hot route. Thanks to all you guys and more. We appreciate it. Uh, we couldn't do this uh, C-graded product without you. Thanks so much. Grab Peppy G. Snarkle Flap. And the Hoosie.